皆さんこんにちは and welcome to Shogo's podcast. So today at the point of recording, the due date、uh, for Zen to be born is actually in two days. Two days. So today, right now, is December 27th, and Zen is supposed to be born on December 29th. So there's actually only two days left before Zen will be born, and、uh, we are very, very excited. To be honest,、uh, Hinata and both Nagi were actually well, born or the contraction started exactly on the due date. So I think maybe. Uh, Zen is going to be doing the same thing. He might actually be、uh, being born on the exact same day. So maybe in two days. We don't know yet. We're not too sure. Of course, it's all up to Zen. But、uh, at this point, though, I did want to explain once again. I'm pretty sure I have talked about this in a podcast video or maybe、um, in a full video before or, or a live stream possibly. But I just wanted to explain once again the reasons why、uh, we gave our three children their names. Yes, I think I, think I explained before on Instagram live streams and such because people do ask me quite Often, but I wanted to make a full podcast video explaining about it again here. So, my first daughter's name is Hinata, which means sunshine, and our second daughter, which Nagi is, which is、uh, standing right next to me right now and trying to make a lot of noise and just、uh, distract my podcast recording, is Nagi. And my third son, third, well, third son, well, my first son, my third baby is called Zen. Now, the three names, Hinata, Nagi, and Zen, the thing that they have all in common is that their names are all related to nature. All related to nature. Hinata means sunshine or sunlight.、Yeah. And Nagi means a completely still, tranquil state of the ocean. And Zen literally means nature. In Japanese, Shizen is nature, and the Zen is from there, same kanji character.、Yeah. So that's where his name comes from. So then the question is. Why did I take the names from related to nature, right? What it, could it be flowers? What it could be animals? It could be anything else. Why did you take it from nature, right? Nagi is trying to climb up my body while I'm talking because she's always really curious when I'm talking to my phone like this. But, anyways,、um, the reason why is because there is a Chinese saying, an idiom that I really love very much, that it was my, my father in law that actually taught me. And I loved it very much because I personally feel that this is deeply related to Japanese Shintoism too. And it is, I'll say it in Chinese first. Ren fa di, di fa tian, tian fa dao, dao fa ziren, which means people obeys the land or follows the land. It means the land, the land, earth follows the skies or heaven. Now, heaven or the skies obeys or follows the path, dao, va, like do in Japanese, Japanese, yeah, do. And the do, or the way, or the path, obeys nature. So nature is above everything. And I personally really, really love this way of thinking. Because, I don't know, I just simply, of course, in nature, this means a lot of things. I mean, it could be the sky, it could be the mountains, it could be the、uh, waterfalls or whatever, rivers, oceans, these kind of nature. But each person being their most honest self. Being their very honest self is also kind of natural, too, right? It's natural for that person to be like that, to do that, to not do that, or whatever it is, the way that person wants to live, and so on and so forth. It can all be related to be natural, related to nature as well. And I really just simply love this idiom so much. And although, of course, Shintoism has done a lot of harm to this world as well in, in turning into different forms, taking a look at history, I personally really love the original teachings of Shintoism, which is simply to respect nature, yeah, because we live by it, and to be, always be thankful for everything. That's the reason why in Shintoism we believe that everything has a soul. The reason why we say that everything has a soul is because we want to respect them. The moment we believe that everything has a heart, 
a soul uh, it's, and it's alive and it's living, we want to respect others more, right? And I really, really love that Japanese Shintoism has taught people that even the stones that are on the ground have souls, you know, and spirits in them so that we can cherish them more, so we can respect them more, and be thankful for them more. And when I heard this idiom from my, oh, my father-in-law for the first time, I was like, wow, that is so beautiful and is absolutely going to be one of the biggest, um, what should I say, uh, phrases, idioms that changed my life, influenced my life the most. And that's how I thought up of the names for my three kids. Yeah. For Hinata, it was actually a different person who said it to us. We had this idea in mind for a long time, but it was a different friend who thought, well, how about Hinata? Hinata sounds like a really good name. Yeah. And all three of our kids, by the way, have just one single kanji character for their names, all three of them. Yeah. And Hinata's name was chosen like that. Nagi, we were thinking for a really, really long time, looking up different kanji characters. I'm holding Nagi in my arms right now because she climbed up my body. <laughs> and Zen is actually a name that we wanted to give our son for the, from the very first child. If Hinata was a boy, we would have named her, him Zen, actually. So we've been looking forward to naming our son Zen for, from the very first moment we had a baby. So I'm very, very excited that finally I'm, I'm going to be able to call one of my children Zen, you know? So this is exactly the reason why I named my kids these names. And I really think um, just having one kanji character is really cool too, making it really simple. Yeah, simple is best kind of thing. So yeah, that's another thing that I like very much as well. And I just really like the pronunciation of their names. Whenever I think up of my kids' names, I imagine calling them, scolding them, you know, or loving them with those names. Like saying, Hinata, I love you. Nagi, I love you. Zen, I love you. Whenever I say these names, it just feels so right to me, you know, you know, this is the one kind of feeling too. In the end, I mean, these kind of feelings were really important to me too. So yeah, this is a story of how I named my kids. So then everyone, as I always say, the ultimate goal of my life is to make all Japan lovers' dreams come true. So I know there's a lot of people studying Japanese, willing to come to Japan to study, travel, or work, or even train our traditional culture and such. However, I am very afraid that Japan will not be able to make our brothers' dreams come true in the future because we're facing a lot of social problems, we are losing our social culture, and the younger generations who are supposed to be carrying on the good things about Japan are dying because of all the social issues being shoved against them. So I really want to dedicate my life to try to make Japan a better place. I want to try to solve the social problems, preserve and evolve traditional culture, and also help out the younger generations so they can have a brighter future. And to do this, the nearest goal I have right now is to make the Samurai experience held by Yushinkan, which is where I work as interpreter a big success, and also raise money to buy my very first Bamboo Shock Hachi on Kofi, and also it'd be great if you can check out our merchandise page, which is probably only sold in the last few days left when you're listening to this podcast. I hope you can check these three websites out through uh, the, description, bleh, the description box for me. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. And it's already been a few days after Christmas, but happy holidays, and I wish you amazing new year. Thank you so much, guys.